everyone. Welcome to another episode of Broadway Brains with Alyssa Giovanni. Alyssa has most recently started the Virtual Theater Company, which is a theater company offering productions, classes, and workshops in virtual. So Zoom, so anyone can access it. She's also part of a lot of other projects, which you'll hear about in the interview. Thanks for listening. Hi there. Hi. So I'm so excited to have you here today. First off, could you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself? Yes, thank you so much for having me, Lucy. Um, Hi, my name is Alyssa Jawani. Um, I currently live in Seattle, Washington, and I'm 18 years old. Um, I use she, her pronouns, and I'm a current student at New York University Tisch School of Drama in the Playwrights Horizons Theater School. But in reality, it's also just Zoom University. I'm doing drama school online right now. That's a little bit about me. Amazing. So I guess we're going to go in chronological order. So how did you get into theater? Okay, so when I was really, really young, I used to do Bollywood dance and Bollywood singing. I was like the biggest little dancer ever. I loved dancing around to Bollywood songs and then eventually One Direction songs. Um, And then in like middle school, I started doing like the plays and I was in choir. Um, And I did some really fun shows and I really liked theater, but I didn't know that that's what I wanted to pursue yet. Um, And then my first semester of high school, I was in an advanced musical production of Big Fish. And that show is like the moment that I knew I wanted to become an actress. I was in a group with all older kids um, and there were like so many amazing theater Um, people in the show who like I'd looked up to for years throughout like middle school and I was now getting to be in a show with them Um, and I still stand by some of the people in that show are going on Broadway like they're going to be on Broadway period Maya McQueen she's going to be on Broadway I'm calling it right now (laughs) Um, and so like that those connections in that show just gave me this like new perspective of theater and like proved to me that theater was a place that I could actually be myself, which isn't something that I think a lot of people think about. Like you think of theater as the place where you get to pretend to be someone else. But in reality, that's when I feel the most myself whenever I'm in the theater. So that show really like changed my perspective and made me want to pursue theater and made like that's when I fell in love with it. But throughout high school, it wasn't all smooth sailing from there. It wasn't like I just got a bunch of leads and that's what I was doing. It was really, really hard for me to be a performer. And eventually I loved theater so much that I just did anything I could to be in the room. The room where it happens, if you will. Um, I did anything. I started working backstage. I started doing hair and makeup. I started choreographing and directing and I kept doing that because I started to realize how much I loved working with kids and how much I love being able to like follow through with my own creative vision and I began directing and choreographing more and more and I kept acting as well and that led me all the way up until my senior year when I was just doing all of the different things being whatever was needed in the theater And I did college auditions and I got into NYU and I'm in Playwrights Horizons, which is a school where you can study acting and directing. So it's like the perfect fit for me. Um, And that's kind of where I am now. Amazing. So I guess one thing you touched on, like I'm very far away with it, but with college auditions for like the listeners going into college, what do you think? Like, so tell us about your story and going into college. Yeah, so 
Going into college auditions, I was not super confident. I was really nervous. And one of the things that kind of comes with the territory of saying you're going to become an actor is everyone around you going, ha, sure, or good luck with that, or what's your backup plan? And that's kind of discouraging to hear when you're like putting your entire life on the line with college auditions. But I guess it's part of the job, it comes with it. Um, and so that's something that was really tough for me at first, everyone being like, what's your plan B? or you didn't get enough roles in high school, how are you gonna pursue it in college? Like, what are you talking about? Um, and that was really hard. I was always like, maybe they're right. Like maybe I shouldn't be doing this, but deep down, I always knew that I'm like so connected with theater and there's just something about it that's so magical and I just love. And just holding on to that love throughout the college audition season is really hard, but that's what you have to do. And if you go into the room in the college auditions, and if you go into the room and you show that love and passion, then nothing that you do even matters, in my opinion. And in my experience, that's what happened. Like I could flub an audition, but if they could tell that I really cared and I was hardworking and they could see my passion for theater, it was okay. It wasn't necessarily about like whether I hit that note or I nailed that kick. It was like, how much do you love this? Would you be dedicated to becoming better? Because that's the point of college. You're not going into it a star. You're going into it to learn how to become a better performer. So, yeah. Amazing. So I guess this could be different for everyone, but for you, what do you think was the hardest part of applying to arts college? Um... Honestly, for me, it was confidence. It was really hard to like travel around the country and like fly in and get, be ready and just walk into the room and have 15 minutes to show everything I could do to be accepted or denied. And that was terrifying for me. I was like, I know like the people at my school who like know me and they've worked with me for years. Like they know how hardworking and dedicated I am, but how am I gonna convey that in 15 minutes? I was like, there's no way. So I was really, really nervous and my confidence was pretty low. I was like, I don't think I'm gonna be able to do this. And I applied to so many backup schools and I was like, okay, I'm applying to this school, not for theater, just in case. And I had a lot of other things planned for myself, but what I learned was when I got to the room, I just had to leave everything else at the door. I just had to go in and do my best and have fun. And that's what happened. Like with NYU, it was my dream of dream schools. I didn't think I had a shot at getting in. Lucy knows this. I was like, I'm going for my NYU audition, but like, ha, never going to happen. Right. And I walked into the room and I was like, okay, you know what, Alyssa? I was like, you could be nervous, but there's no point in being nervous because honestly, I didn't think I was going to get in. So I was like, you know what? Just be yourself and have fun. And that's what I did. I made friends with the other kids in the audition room. I had a blast at the dance call. I was talking to the music guy, the music auditioner, when I was singing my song, he gave me a couple notes and we were like joking about it. And then I just had a blast and I walked out and I was like, I don't think I got it, but like I had so much fun. And then I got in and I was like, oh, I mean, okay. <laughs> and it was really rewarding because it was like, I got in for being myself. So I think trust the process with college auditions. It's hard, but like be yourself and everything else will fall into place. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So for the next question, if you guys didn't know, like me and Alyssa went to the same like middle school slash high school and we every year they have this thing called the benefit concert. So why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so I joined the benefit concert when I was a freshman, and then I was asked to become one of the student leaders really, really soon after that. 
Um, and that was really an amazing learning experience because that was completely student-led. We had to learn how to connect with the companies or the nonprofits that we wanted to donate to. We had to get all of the advertised to get kids to audition. We had to do the audition process as students, which was really scary. Like I was a sophomore auditioning seniors. Oh my gosh. Um, and so I would have to do that. And then we had to learn how to like work with the tech directors, work with the lighting and learn all of this stuff. And that was a big learning experience for me. And we got to raise money for some really important causes. I think my top two experiences were my junior year, we donated the money to um, Paradise, California, which is a really small town that was really heavily impacted by fires that year, um, that one of my really close drama teachers, like that was her town, that's where she lived. She used to live in Seattle, but she moved there. Um, and that's where her whole family was. And she, she lost her home, she lost everything. And in that moment, it was such a beautiful time of like our whole school coming together to support this former teacher and her family and then that whole community. Um, so that performance was special. But the really crazy one was this past year, my senior year, because of coronavirus, it was completely online. And we were, we were thinking like, it's canceled, like it's done. And it was really sad because that was going to like, my last performance was the last time I was ever on my high school campus. And Lucy and I did Susical together. It was great. We closed the understudy show, best one of the best times of my life. We closed, we went home and I never went back to school. Like we were online and school's canceled and I never went back. And there were so many things that I wasn't gonna get to do in the arts as like my final goodbye. Like there was choir concerts and other things and this benefit concert. And I wasn't ready to give that one up. And so I decided that for my senior project, I wanted to do the benefit concert, but online. So I gathered performances from like 30 different middle and high schoolers and I edited everything together myself, <laughs> quite a task. <laughs> I got alumni to send in videos of them talking and introducing the act. So that was really cool. And they sent in some performances as well. Teachers send in performances. We combined everything. We made it this huge live stream event. And it was amazing. We benefited a COVID-19 relief fund called Feeding America um, that provides meals to hungry kids and families all around the country that were impacted by COVID-19. And we raised over $11,000, which was like absolutely unheard of. And it's just one of my things that I was so proud of that like we were able to A, bring the arts into people's homes during such a crazy time. This was like right in the heat of like, no one was leaving their homes. This was like May right? Like nobody was leaving their homes. It was like, we hadn't seen each other. Everyone was feeling so sad. We were missing, all of our seniors were missing our like big moments. And we pulled together as a community and we pulled out this amazing benefit concert. And I don't know, it was just such an amazing like live stream. I was going to say performance, but live stream. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. So kind of talking about like pivoting to, I don't know, pivoting to the virtual work. What do you think are some things like you'd really want to bring from theater, like in-person theater or like rehearsing that you really want to bring to virtual theater? Yeah, so as you know, as you, sorry, as you know, um, I'm, I started the virtual theater company, which is a completely online based theater company um, run by college age theater makers. And we teach students that are in like elementary school all the way through high school and even through college. Um, and so our mission is to bring the arts into young artists homes during this crazy time, because we know how much theater 
and has impacted us. And we want to give that to them too. We don't want that to just go away. Um, and I think the two like biggest, some of the things that we tried to bring in with this virtual theater company um, is we really wanted to make it accessible. And that's something that theater isn't really right now. So we wanted to make that happen. And we wanted to create a really diverse community. And it's really hard being online and not having that connection in real life, right? Like the uh, Lucy and I, we got close through theater. We became so close through the shows that we did together and throughout rehearsals and joking and laughing and making fun of the director, whatever we were doing. And we had the best time and that's how we became so close. That's what created this amazing connection. And then suddenly we're online and we can't make those connections anymore, right? It's so hard. Like you feel so isolated and alone. And so theater is like all about family and community. And so we really wanted to keep that aspect of it alive. And I'm so proud to say, I think we did that with the Virtual Theater Co. Um, we have an incredible group of young artists and also college students who are leading it. And everyone has just become this amazing family. Lucy and I called one night with the whole, with a bunch of creative team members and cast members from shows and students. And we all played a big game of Among Us. And it was so much fun. And it was like this moment of it, like felt like a cast party. It felt like a moment of rehearsal where we had some downtime. It felt like a break. And I really felt that family right then. And there've been some other amazing moments like that too, but it's just, so beautiful that we've been able to like create a family through this stinky screen like it sucks but I'm so proud that we were able to do that and that we've like made this community for everybody who feels so isolated and alone right now like I haven't seen people since March like my family's been really strict about quarantining I haven't seen anybody and I I'm supposed to be in New York City, right? My All of my future classmates are there. And like, I've been able to make connections with them and people from all around the world through Zoom, through theater. So I just think that's really magical. And one thing to comment about like accessibility, I feel like now, especially than ever, it's like super accessible to do things like these Broadway masterclasses, like back then like you'd literally have to fly to New York to participate in this one but like literally you can be like all the way in England and you can do it no yeah for sure and Lucy and I um started everything Broadway together which I think is just the hugest biggest testament to this accessibility inclusivity um, mission of the virtual theater co so Lucy reached out to me and she wanted to be a part of the creative team and we're like okay what can we do together and we came up with this idea for everything Broadway this workshop where it spans a couple weeks and it's just one day a week and we are able to bring in so many different Broadway stars to work with kids from all around the world for such a low price. Um, and it's something that both of us are super, super passionate about. Like we talk about it every single day. We're like constantly texting each other. We're like, oh my gosh, this person is like really cool. Or like, let's get this person. Or I have this really cool idea. And I think that's just a, such a huge testament to like Lucy, first of all, my amazing workshop coordinator and like my little best friend, um, that we were able to just do something so magical. We just came off of our last meeting of session one. 
Um, and we had three Broadway stars come in and talk to us and do a little Zoom bomb and surprise all the kids. And like the look on their faces was priceless. Like it just filled my heart. And I mean, also I get the joy of getting to experience those Zoom bombs too. And so does Lucy, but it was such a fulfilling and rewarding moment. And like, it just made me so happy to see them so happy because that's what this is all about. That's our entire goal. Yeah, and one thing I think is like a really great thing is this, um, like usually Broadway Masterclasses are like 100 for just one, but this one we, we've like cut down the price a lot. So it's basically 100 for like eight different sessions with like eight different Broadway stars, which I think is really fun. And it's not just like, oh, we, we have like one guest, but we've had a lot of like big names. Like just now we had like Kyle Seelig, Taylor Louderman, and uh, it's really fun seeing their faces because they're like, oh my gosh, what? Yeah, for sure. Lucy and her podcast has been just such a source of joy also. Like whenever I'm missing a little bit of Lucy and a little bit of Broadway, I just put on her podcast on my phone while I'm like, doing work or I'm cleaning my room or whatever I need to do. And I just listen to it all the time because it just makes me so happy because first of all, Lucy, I'm so proud of you and everything you've done. You are amazing. And you're like my little sister. I'm like, oh my God, look at what Lucy's doing. She's just the coolest human ever. And I love her so much. So I'm so proud of you and I love this. And I'm so honored to be on it. What the heck? Oh my gosh. <laughs> and honestly, like, this is like an investment to the podcast future as well because then when you're on Broadway and like you have a Tony then I can be like hey you have to come back because I can text you. <laughs> I will always come back and same goes for you we're gonna be at each other's Broadway debuts right yeah front row. And I feel like Alyssa is the one who will invite everyone she knows and then this one time the theater is just gonna be filled with people like she knows because she gave away too many spots to the show. Oops. <laughs> yeah so now I guess again leading up so let's talk a little bit about what how you're taking advantage of like the online stuff and like your dual focus and empowered artist collective so like talk about that Yes. So I owe it all to you, Lucy, because Lucy brought in so many amazing Broadway stars and just amazing actors and actresses to everything Broadway. And through that, I get to meet with them and talk with them and make connections with them, which is just like the craziest thing in the entire world. Oh my gosh. Like it still blows my mind. Um, one of the people that we brought in was Jennifer Apple and she plays Anne the Band's Visit and she's like just the most amazing, kindest human. And, um, we, I was like emailing her back and forth, planning the workshop, figuring out all the details. And she loved the Virtual Theater Co. and what we were doing so much. She asked me to be a part of her new collective and initiative that she was starting called the Empowered Artist Collective, which is a space for 18, like 18 year old and older um, women to women actors and actresses to come together and do workshops together and learn more and become this community. And it's been an amazing experience for me. I've gotten to meet so many incredible people and the workshops and they call them trailblazers. The people that come in have been like mind blowing. Like one of my favorite panels or like workshops we've done um, has been called like Finding Your Light with Alicia Albright, who's been in a dance captain in like Wicked on Broadway and Frozen on Broadway. And she's like, 
the sweetest. And I learned so much and like have found so much joy in that group. So that's been amazing. And it's been so fulfilling and I've learned so much. Like I can already tell I'm becoming a better performer because of all of that. Um, and it's also just a great community because now I'm connected with her co-founder, Elise Melendez, who's also an amazing Broadway star. And um, another connection that's been just absolutely mind-blowing is Hannah Jewel Khan. Um, she came in and did a week-long workshop with us at the Virtual Theater Co. And something about her in that meeting was just so amazing. And she was just like radiating light and positivity. And I loved it. Um, and I joined her Jewel Focus crew, which is her meditation and manifestation group that is just so rewarding and so life-changing. And through that, I've gotten so close with her that she actually hired me to be a part of her new company she's starting called Bringing You Broadway um, at a distance where it's a group of Broadway stars putting together a show to perform for ki disabled kids all around the world. Like absolutely mind-blowing that like these connections through the virtual theater company and specifically Lucy have like, like put me into this whole new world, haha, <laughs> Latin, whole new world. Um, and I've gotten to make so many amazing connections and like, I don't know, like my heart is just so full. Like I'm at home in Seattle, but I'm doing things with people all around the world and like all the way in New York City on Broadway. And it's just like the craziest thing, like mind blown still. Yeah, and hopefully by when this is out, I have an episode with the Bringing You Broadway founders, but just a quick tidbit, like they're bringing like actual Broadway stars and actual Broadway shows for free to kids of need who like might not get be able to break, watch a Broadway show. Yes, and the crazy thing about that actually is I work um, at STG, Seattle Theater Group in um, Seattle, which is uh, like a com combination of like the Neptune, the more and the Paramount theaters. Um, and also it's like, I'm in like their education and community, community um, section of the nonprofit. And I'm one of their young ambassadors and I have been for the last two years. And my favorite event that we work on in that group is called Sensory Friendly Performances. Um, and it's a performance in, where it's like usually like a Disney Broadway touring show. And um, we open up the audience and we adjust the show to make it so people, anyone on the spectrum, kids, adults, anyone on the spectrum can come and watch a show. Because normally it's so hard for them. Like it's so loud and the lights are so bright and it's like, just a, like an overwhelming experience for them. And also like, you can't talk in the audience, right? Like that's like a norm of theater. Like you can't talk, you can't sing along, you can't talk and like be on anything and eat or whatever. So those are like the normal things about like a performance. But with sensory friendly shows, we, we change that. We bring the lights up in the house and turn them down a little bit on the stage. We lower the volume. We make it a really open and welcoming space. Um, we offer out stress toys and just like fidgets and we have like sensory centers out in the lobby. Um, and it's like my favorite thing we do. So we've done it with the Lion King and we've also done it with Frozen. Um, and so earlier this year, actually in January was the Frozen performance. And that was just so much fun for me. Um, like watching the kids' faces and the parents' faces during Let It Go, like, Oh, my heart, like I could cry. They, the kids were just in awe and the parents were just so happy that their kids could experience something like this. Um, and Hannah Jewel Khan was in that performance of Frozen. And so now months and months later, we've actually met each other and we know each other now. And she started this company to bring that to more kids all around the world. 
and I get to help her do it, it's like the most full circle thing in the entire world. I don't even know how else to put it, but it's so rewarding and like what they're doing is so, so important. And I've seen like the effects on kids like face to face. And I just know that they're spreading so much joy and I'm so honored to be a part of it. Yeah, and another thing is um, like even with that, like maybe not everyone gets to do it because of course shows still cost money, but with this like, I've seen them and like they're putting their full effort into this and like they're not even really expecting anything in return. They're just like, let's push back and like give these kids what they need. So now my next question is like, especially with Jewel Focus and stuff, that's also not being like just a great singer slash dancer, like great triple threat, but also being like a well-rounded performer as a human. So talk to me a little bit about like being well-rounded. Yeah, for sure. So for me, I think some of the things, we've heard this a lot from different like Broadway stars and just people in this industry. They always say, Jennifer App always says, you have to book the room, not the job, you have to book the room. And that's like, and Kyle say like also said like the world is smaller than you know and Hannah Joel Khan says be yourself but be kind there's so many different things like so many pieces of pieces of advice that come to mind Harry Styles says treat people with kindness I don't know um but I think that that's like the heart of it right like performing all we're trying to do is inspire and empower people and entertain them and bring them joy and in order to do that like you have to be able to do that for yourself too. And I think that's like the point of Jewel Focus is finding that like inner peace and happiness, which is so important. But what I'm doing all of this for is to just be able to build myself up so that I can give more love, right? Like my entire goal in life is to lead with love and to spread love and give as much love into the world as I possibly can. And I think everything I'm doing right now is I'm just getting the tools to be able to continue doing it for as long as I live. Um, I want to be able to do it by performing for the rest of my life, but I also want to teach. I love teaching and working with kids and I love being able to be a part of this bigger community um and yeah I don't know where I was going with this question but I'm just I think that the most important thing right now for me is to learn as much as I can and take everything in so that I can become like this a person who can give love I don't just want to be known as an actor I don't want to be known as like oh she can dance super well like that's not what I'm aiming for I don't want to be like a famous dancer if that makes sense like I don't want someone to like put me in that label I just want to be known as like a really nice person (laughs) I want to be known as someone who like gives a lot of is like radiates love and positivity I want people to like see me and be like oh she's nice or oh she's gonna get she's gonna work really hard she's really passionate and I don't know if that makes any sense but lead with love amazing I love that like motto I guess like you could put that like on your website and on your Instagram page, just like lead with love, Alyssa Giovanni. <laughs> and one thing that you said is like, um, it's, I guess one of the bright sides of COVID is we have now so many like opportunities to learn from like the people we love most because like kind of like us, they have nothing to do. So they're like, hey, let's do the Zoom and hopefully like the world will acknowledge like, oh, all this virtual things like this actually works. And hopefully when we get out of this, like we can take that and still have like virtual masterclasses and stuff like that. 
Oh, for sure. Because that's the best. That's like one of the best things that's come out of this whole thing is this new idea of theater. Like before theater was like, people would think of it as like, oh, it's like you have to dress up and it's really expensive to go to see a show on Broadway and it's going to be really, really good. But like, I need to, it's really, really hard, right? To get in there because it's so expensive and it's not like, it's not an, it's not really an inclusive space as much as like people want it to be. And like, I think in high school you grow up and there's places where it does feel super inclusive, but it has so much potential. And I think that potential is being realized online, which is really weird because like there's so much of the live aspects we're missing, but instead we have shows, like I'm directing a Hamilton cabaret right now through the Virtual Theater Co. And it's made up entirely of people of color, of young artists of color. And we're giving them the space and amplifying their voices and giving them this huge opportunity to be able to perform and sing and do all the things they love to do. and that they don't really get the chance to do in their hometowns in their actual theater. Sometimes they're discriminated against. Sometimes they just aren't given those chances. And I think that right now throughout this pandemic, the young artists have like, we're ready to change things, right? We're ready to empower and change this community for the better. We see the potential, we see this revolution and we're ready to make it happen. And I think we are making it happen even though it's online. And I know my thing is I'm gonna keep fighting for this when we're in person. I'm going to keep pushing this idea of accessibility and inclusivity. We talked about this in the other interview um, about the Virtual Theater Co, but it's all about those two things right now. That's something that we are pushing so hard and it's going so well and it's so rewarding. And I don't wanna lose that when we go back in person. I don't want it to go back to, oh my God, Broadway's so expensive. And like, no, I'm not gonna be able to get there, right? Like. There seems like a wall sometimes for a lot of actors and a lot of other perform and a lot of audience members too. And so it's so important right now that we're tearing down those barriers and tearing down tearing down those walls and using technology to build a bridge, which is like so unreal because it feels like we're so far apart, but it's also bringing us closer together. And I don't want to lose that. Yeah, and I just mean like. I, I guess we've been talking about this for like 10 minutes now, but it's just so amazing like how we've adapted and like how much we've grown and we can be like, and now people can be like, oh my gosh, just for just one day ago, like I actually sang in front of my idol and they said they liked it and that can just like make you cry and it's so amazing like because of this time we can actually do it. Yeah, well, my final question as we wrap up um, is, I don't know if I, I don't even need to do a drum roll, but what's your, what's your advice for an aspiring actor or actress? Oh my gosh. Okay, so I think the most important thing is to be yourself. And I think that's something that's not really stressed enough in performing. A lot of people's advice is going to be, um, you know, take more classes, you know, don't give up, just take more classes and work really hard and da, da, da. I think something that's really important is always being yourself and not losing yourself throughout this crazy process. Like there are people who are going to be mean to you. There are going to be experiences that don't serve you. They're going to be hard times. And if you don't remember your love for theater and you aren't true to yourself, you're going to lose yourself through all of this. And then you're going to be like, 
okay, I have this and I'm like, I can do this high kick and I can sing this high note, but like, I'm not happy. And I think remembering that joy of theater and that love is what serves you to become a better actress and performer, to remember the people who made you who you are and the people who taught you things and the friends that held you when you were crying, when you didn't get the part and all of the people who've supported you and your family and my mom and my dad and all of these amazing people remembering those people every single day and holding them to you and remembering that that those people help make up who you are and bringing in all of the different things of who you are and holding them close and not losing that throughout whatever may happen. I've had so many days where I wanted to give up on theater and I've been like, I'm just not good enough. Like I just, I'm not going to be able to do it. And I just have to remember that no matter what, I am enough, right? I am enough. And I shouldn't be able to let anybody else change that. I shouldn't be able to let this director who didn't give me the role when I knew I could do it, he didn't give me the role. I can't let that define me. That's not who I am. I'm not the person who didn't get the role. I'm still Alyssa. I'm still the girl who loves way too hard and spends way too much time in the theater and spends all my time watching Disney and I love Aladdin and she's going to be in Aladdin too. And like, you know what I mean? I'm not going to let, that's who I am. I'm not going to let like other people's opinions of me weigh me down and keep me from becoming who I want to be. That is so amazing, especially the part uh, I remember we talked about like not getting the part and honestly like look how far you've come like maybe someone who actually got that part like they may get as far but honestly like you don't know your path because of one thing that you did like it's especially with theater like there's no set way to do it like some people just like do it some people like train and some it's just so big and anonymous yeah for sure and i mean the other part of being yourself is just you have to like do what I do, lead with love, be kind, right? Just keep that positivity in the world because that's what theater is trying to inspire. We're trying to give love and spread love to everyone in the world and entertain and bring laughter and joy. And so you have to be able to find that within yourself so that you Amazing. Well, thank you so much for coming here and speaking with me today. Thank it was so much fun. You. Thank you. And honestly, I guess if you're going to take away anything with this, register for the Virtual Theater Club. Yes. <laughs> um, honestly, we're probably in the middle or in the start of any session, but especially with everything Broadway, if we already started this when you finally heard of it, like with our Broadway master classes, we usually offer that separately. So if you're like, oh, I can't register for the whole thing anymore, but like, oh, my favorite Broadway actor's coming up, Sign up for it. Yes. And honestly, guys, probably if you're like questions about scholarships, we do give scholarships. So register. Thanks, yes. everyone. Thank you. Thanks for listening to another Broadway Brains episode by Lucy Domingo.